Hey, on this episode of Final Score, we've got talk about Gears of War being announced, God of War 3 and Pokemon fighting it out for first place, Final Fantasy 13 on the PS3 killing the 360 version, and how your Xbox can see your wiener. What we're playing, new releases, an old school look back at Hexen, and your emails. That's up next on The Final Score. everybody and welcome to the final score episode two we're just going to call it two right brian we're not going to go two. back and say this is five or four or whatever it was we're just Fine. starting over we're calling it two because well, we had the old show remember it's two no there's no show yeah it didn't exist <laughs> well it exists now damn it welcome to episode two of the final score thank you all for being here great responses from last week's uh, episode happy to have a lot of new listeners we shot right up the charts in itunes and we're in the top three or four uh, places in the video game category, which always makes me happy. So thank you so much. It is your doing, people, that put us there. Nice. And, uh, we're grateful for it. Today is Friday, April 16th, 2010. Your taxes better been put in yesterday, Americans, my fellow Americans. If not, you're screwed. Or if you file for an extension. Mm, true that. So you could play games longer. I did that, though. I tried. First year ever I filed for an extension. Not because of really? anything weird. It was because my accountant was behind, and he asked yeah. me if he could do one. I said, sure. No. What? No, jerk. <laughs> you have to have it on the 15th. I hate tax time. Ugh. That was no, if you got to pay. Yeah, if you have to well pay, it's bad. Extension. Yeah, and you may as well file that extension. But if you don't have to yeah. pay, then happy are you because I'm hoping a nice little refund will buy me some video games. That's right. And, and that's I what like we're going to talk me. about tonight, some video games. Oh, yeah, the show's about video games. I need food. All right, let's talk about the news. Big stuff in the news this week. Starting it off with a big bang, a big announcement. Gears of War 3 was announced by the fun. Announced? Announced. Like, is this a big surprise to anybody that they were doing a third no. one? Absolutely not. First no. two were very successful. Bigger surprise will be if this game will actually be better than two, because two is kind of poop. I agree. Uh, I was a little disappointed at two. Two, two did not uh, do it for me. One was great. I played the poop. No, out wait, of it. wait. It was one that sucked. I liked two. Oh, I'm I'm opposite with you. Loved one. Graphically, yeah. I liked two better. I thought two was just a lot more refined visually, but I felt like the gameplay was starting to get stale. And yeah. I feel like a third game is fine if you can change it up a little bit. So they haven't talked a lot about uh, too many new features, but it was. It was announced at the very least that there would be four-player co-op up from the typical two-player co-op, and that yeah. would presumably be this sort of drop-in, drop-out, anytime kind of co-op that Gears is now famous for. Uh, how do you feel Which about that? You want to play that? I'm glad. I mean, yes, I do. I'm, this is this is. I'm going to pick this up. I mean, if if two is better than one, then three. Yeah, but you know, it's got to be the best. Now here's we'll the see, here's the worst part about this. This is where old media and new media collide. Okay. Mm. The the announcement was supposed to be made by Video Game Freak Show and chief designer Cliff Blazinski over there at Epic oh, yeah. Games. He was supposed to get up on Jimmy Fallon and announce this thing on Thursday. Yeah. And what happened is his slot got booted to be rescheduled for Monday. So essentially he got bumped. Now, who did he get bumped by? I don't know. I think, it I, heard, I, think I, I heard about this. Was I did it, not wasn't hear. It Justin oh, Bieber? Justin Bieber, American Idol, bullcrap. <laughs> or Canadian teen idol. Sorry, he's not American Idol. <laughs> 
That's it was on lame. SNL last week too. I don't know. I'm not going to talk about it. Yeah, that's lame. So it's not game related, but yeah, he said in his Twitter. By the way, this is pretty funny. This came from uh, this came from Blazinski, who said. As much as I'd like to start a fight with Justin Bieber, the truth of the matter is we wanted to take a couple of more days to polish, he said. Uh, yeah, you got to polish that turd up really good. Yeah. So there you yeah. go. Anyway, kind of a weird, kind of bumpy announcement, but it came out nonetheless. There's a trailer up online. We'll have a link to this article and the trailer in show notes. And we don't know a ton more than that. We know that the co-op will be there for four players instead of two, and we know it'll be Gears of War, and we'll know that Marcus Phoenix is back going... Come on, Dom. Let's go. <laughs> well, if it's anything like Leffer did too with the four-player co-op on one side, I, I'm I'm going to love it. You think? I mean, it won't be like the gameplay, but the fact that you can play with four people co-op just whoo. Yeah, I think I'll play. Stokes I think we'll try this. This will be something we do. Except you know, my 360 still on the Fritz. Yeah. Lame. Fritz. Not I can a- fix that. There's a there's a, a a a clamp fix. You have a method. Mail it to me. Really. I don't have a method. There's a method on the internet. If I mail you my 360, you can fix it? I can try to fix it, and I will guarantee that I will probably succeed. <laughs> okay. We'll but see just for you, people listening, do not send me your Xboxes. <laughs> yeah, this is a deal with me and Brian only. By the way, the release yep. for this is April 2011, so one year from now, you will be playing uh, Gears of War 3 on your Xbox 360, possibly your PC. Only time will tell. Uh, also, by the way, game trailer features chick, girl, <laughs> female character. Haven't had those Lights. in the game previously to now. Yeah, yeah. So she looks like, you know, typical epic Unreal Tournament chick with big shoulders and, you know, whatever. Good we for her. Have it. Good for her and all that she brings to the world. Good for all the girl gamers out there. Sure that. True that. Hey, the other. From one ch- of our. One of our. Uh, uh, sister podcast will really love that oh, ladies, ladies of lead they'll be talking about that all week probably yeah. this weekend yeah. they have a new episode this weekend on the frog pants network watch for it now ladies of com. chicks on video games mm. they're awesome they let's talk about the other g-o-w game that is out already that is god of war god of war 3 is battling it out with what do you think right now is neck and neck with god of war 3 in the number one slot for march's best-selling game what do you think in that uh, in that uh, MPD data? What do you think is fighting it out with God of War? I would have to say um, Farmtown. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it may as well be. No, what is it? It's fighting out the top stop uh, top spot with good old fashioned Pokemon. Ah, so this must be a uh, is is this worldwide or is this just in the U.S.? I think it's a worldwide uh, list. Oh, excuse yeah, me. When it it's, comes I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is it is a U.S. list only. Uh, software really? sales for that month. God of War 3 for Sony, 1.1 million units sold. Pokemon Soul, Soul Silver version for the DS, 1.02 million. And then we go with Final Fantasy 13, which, by the way, the PS3 version, we'll get to that in a minute. We have another news story about this is kind of kicking trash in the sales charts. Yeah. This is interesting it, for, for I'm hearing some really three. good things about it. Yeah. Um, anyway, a lot of Pokemon in the top 10 list lately. That's odd. My my son just told me like last week the uh, the one that was on this show, uh, eight years old. He said he says I'm done with Pokemon. I was like okay, done, he's passed it like it's no longer interesting him. Nope, he's oh, done with it. Wow, what's he moving yeah. on to now? What's up? What's up next for the kid? I have no idea. It scares me. <laughs> it honestly scares me. Hardcore pornography. Actually, I know exactly what he's into. He's oh. into Plants vs Zombies on my iPod Touch because every time I turn around, he steals it. Game's great, dude. It is addictive. Nothing wrong with that at all. 
So yeah. that brings us to our next story. Final Fantasy 13 at PS3 nearly doubles Xbox 360 version in the U.S. sales. I don't know what that says. I don't actually know what that means. I know that, I mean, there's all this talk about how the, the PS3 version is infinitely better looking than mm-hmm. the 360 version. And some people say, well, it's it's because you've got greater capacity on those Blu-rays and they can they can filter out more content than they could on a DVD format that the 360 is still sort of limited by. The the cut screen or cut scenes are better on the PS3, probably mm-hmm. again for storage reasons, and they're more compressed and kind of ugly on the 360. But I don't think that's the issue here. I don't. I think it's a cultural thing. I think people who are into Final Fantasy are are kind of like uh, I, I hate to say they're really into Japanese stuff, but hey, you know, Sony Japanese. So yeah, the Sony the, the I mean these are U.S. sales, so. Yeah. So it's what we're talking about here is probably an issue of I think you're right it is cultural cultural but cultural in a different way it isn't like yeah we love everything Japanese it's that yeah. Sony players tend to be more in the Sony camp of things and the Sony camp of things is Final Fantasy since the PS1 yes they cater to towards those type of people so yeah it's really interesting those type of people it makes it sound horrible doesn't it it's really those people <laughs> those people we're going to create another group of of people <laughs> Seems like a smart really, thing this, to do. I, I've played a few Final Fantasies in the past, but this is the first time I've been excited about Final Fantasy in a while, and I'm, I'm I think I'm almost ready to pick this up. I don't know if I can. These games take don't too long to play. It. Yeah, I've never been able to play a Final Fantasy game. I can barely finish what I got. <laughs> Listen to this: first month sales for Final Fantasy 13 are in, and the North American version of Square Enix role-playing epic game moving more than 1.3 million copies in the United States. A vast majority of those wow. were on the PlayStation 3. This, according to uh, Kotaku, uh, Kotaku article. Yeah, Kotaku, I'm reading. which I, is delicious. Mm, Kotaku with guacamole. Kotaku. Yes. To compare the last entry in the main Final Fantasy series, PlayStation 2 uh, game Final Fantasy, what was that, 12, I guess, sold 896,000 copies during its first month in release in the U.S. Uh, that was wow. back in November of 2006. So That's closer uh, than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the, the fact, I mean, Microsoft touted this thing on stage. They'd get up at E3 and go, guess what we're getting next year? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Final Fantasy freaking out, trying to get everybody excited about it. And I just think the U.S. Xbox crowd is the modern warfare shooter crowd. I, I don't agree. think they care so much about this game. I really don't. I agree. I'm 100%. That's what the reason why you see stuff like Bayonetta on the PS3. The the sales are much better on the PS3 than on the Xbox 360. Yeah, in that particular case, the port did, the port to the PS3 was kind of bad, but it still sold more. So yeah, yeah, it's weird. It, it's weird. Moving it's a whole cultural thing, man. I'm telling you. Well, yeah, it's got to be something like that. Yeah. Hey, guess this is the mindset. Guess guess, the, guess what I'm about to tell you now. Uh, okay, I'm gonna guess what you're about to tell me. You're gonna tell me uh, <laughs> that you bruised your uh, trigger finger and. Uh, you're having your wife push all the X buttons for you now. No, but that's a good idea. Thank you for the mm-hmm. idea. No, what I'm going to tell you is your Xbox, your Xbox 360 yeah. right now will yeah. soon be able to see your wiener. <laughs> it can already see it. According, well, uh, yeah, maybe you'll have a little, as much trouble as we do. Microsoft shows how Natal will recognize players' gender. I and, watched this video. Yeah, did you watch this? I know what, what you're you think? talking about. What do you think? I did. It was uh, the the technology was very interesting. The presentation was scary. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I thought I thought it was really neat. Uh, I'm still not sold on Project Natal. For those who don't know, uh, I, I kind of sit on the camp of 
I think it's a neat idea, but I just don't see where it's going to be something that will be really useful. Well, uh, it, it feels very novel to me. Like a gimmick, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the problem is, to me, it's built on another gimmick, which is, hey, motion controls are a real threat because Nintendo proved that that would sell and sell yeah. well and isn't even that great. I mean, it's kind of okay. But yeah. they're like, well, now if we do something that's a lot more, uh, you know, exact or a lot more interactive or whatever precise, what, whatever words they want to use. So here they come with Project Natal, Sony coming with their move wand thing, sex toy thing they're making. Yeah. Um, then they figure they can compete in that market. And I understand the desire to do that and to steal some of that Nintendo thunder back. Yeah. And I'm so glad they're not trying to do this into another box. They're not trying to go oh, to the yeah. next level of consoles. They're, they're going to go ahead and put this out. So in, in a lot of ways, I'm glad about that. And if the price point is right, I'll probably get it and, and play with it, and I'll probably enjoy it. If it goes even well. If it, even, if it is, even if it is eyeballing my gender. <laughs> and, uh, right. But I think, I'll, I think I'll have a good time with it. For the, for the record, the video doesn't show how it can see Brian's wiener. What it does is it can, yeah, it, they demonstrated how they can tell a male from female based on other factors such as height and body yeah. shape and all these other things. So it's not really checking where, out. Where the hips are, that kind of thing. That was definitely some of the things that they were looking at. Uh, you know. But then I, then I think that that's really interesting. But the people they had up there were people who were one was very you know typical of male body, and the other girl was you know very typical of a female body. What I got a question though is, what's it going to be like when somebody gets up there? This kind of you know what I mean? You, you've seen them, yeah, oh, you sure. know what I'm talking yeah, about. I can't the, even tell even looking at them. Take this thing to Comic Con, ask a line of people to try it out, <laughs> might get some different results. All I'm saying. Yeah, you know and, I mean? and really, I was like, that is so cool. And then I was like, you know what? Big freaking deal. All you got to do when you start is it says, are you male or female? Female. <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't want to be that first. <laughs> I don't want to be that first dude who on camera gets recognized as a chick. You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. Like, that, yeah, this will tell your gender. There's going to be a lot of uncomfortable moments. We're going to call you Brenda. Oh, <laughs> shit. A lot of people are going to be very embarrassed if they're, if they get this thing in and yeah. they bring their friends over. And somebody gets recognized as the wrong gender, it's going to be a... It's bad news for everybody, dude. Yeah, it's bad news for everybody. Anyway, so if you want to get checked out by Natal, coming soon to a Xbox 360 under your television soon. So they how much it's going to be yet? Uh, nothing on price. Nobody's nobody. Microsoft has said zero on price. Well, they haven't said zero. That'd be great. But they haven't said yeah. anything. My guess, you want my guess? I'm going to say... Hundred and fifty bucks, one forty nine. If they want to be, if they want to be competitive, you're probably right. But if they want my money, it better be lower. <laughs> it cannot be the same cost as the entry level Xbox three sixty. That'll piss me off. This technology is is really so revolutionary that no one else is even thinking about doing it. And uh the question is, just because you can, should you? <laughs> and that's that's what I'm kinda wondering. Well, plus you could argue that it's it's a conglomeration of existing technologies that is just being put to financial yeah. use you know what i mean yeah. so i i don't know I now, mean, when i was watching the video one thing they didn't really say but it almost looked like it was uh detecting uh heat too is is was i imagining that or no they did show that and they've talked about this before this idea that that camera can sense uh infrared stuff and yeah. i don't know that any of that's been confirmed for the final thing but it did seem like it's doing that i look if this thing works and it's really fun sign me up i'm ready to go yeah. i'm not going to complain when that happens I'm just a little skeptical right now. It feels a little, a little bit of a like, well, look what we can do too kind of thing happening. I'll just wait until the game developers start coming out with the games for it. I want to sit on my butt and play with my controller. 
Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That's how I want to move my, th- I don't, I don't want to jump around. I, nope. I love the, I love the Wii and, and, but we don't play it the most. It's, it's probably the least played console out of all the consoles we have because simply because lots of times I've been working all day and I want to relax and I don't want to get up and jump around and everything. I'd get enough exercise during the day, believe it or not. And uh, so, yeah, this is going to be interesting having to jump up and make big swooping motions because, you know, the first time it comes out is not going to be calibrated to every body type. By the way, there's a place in uh, Brazil called Natal. I wonder if they're going to get pissed about this, having their oh, name used, thrown around like this. I doubt it. All right. I don't worry I'm about sure it. I'm sure Microsoft will give them some money. They got hot ladies there. That's all I yeah, care Yeah, here. Shut up. Here's some money. <laughs> so anyway, keep your eyes on the prize. We will watch uh, this as it unfolds, and we'll see what Natal finally brings to living rooms everywhere. Hey! What are you playing? <laughs> All right, I Brian. Those, I love those bumpers. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I have fun with those, I'll admit. So this is where we talk about what we've been playing. Unfortunately, I don't uh, have a lot to report on this week. I've been so busy. I haven't, I've hardly played a thing since last Friday, other yep. than the usuals. I mean, I have my regular scheduled World of Warcraft nights, um, playing a lot of Warp Gate HD on my iPad, which I mentioned before. And speaking of technologies that already existed, I remember when Microsoft got up and showed everybody that table system where you could like touch stuff yeah. and pinch it around and move it and stuff. And I remember thinking, this will change the world. That is the most amazing thing ever. And now we're all doing it on our iPhones, iPads, and iPod touches. And we're not yes. even thinking about that original thing. Microsoft, why can't you freaking execute on that thing? It looked amazing. You should have led the way. You should have been way out ahead with that thing, and you've got no products that feature it other than the no. new Zune has some of that functionality. I don't yeah, get it. I, I agree. It, it's funny because I, I had took me forever to watch uh, Quantum of Solace. Oh, uh, the, the 007 movie. one. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, they used some of that kind of technology on there on on the movie where they threw some stuff up on the screen and stuff. And I thought it was so funny because uh, uh, what's 007's keeper? Uh, the lady. Meaning, the lady. M. M. I wanted to call her Lady M, but I knew that wasn't right. M. <laughs> right. Uh, it's what's her name? Uh, Judy Dench. She's yeah, awesome. exactly. Yeah. Dame, Dame Judy Dench. Dame and Judy uh, Dench. she's uh it, she's and she's they're they're moving stuff around on the on the board and everything, and they're and they're doing all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, that is so wicked cool. And and then she's uh and then he says, and then we got this, this, and this, and and then she says, Okay, yeah, yeah, but now impress me. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Look at that. <laughs> The table is awesome. Impress you. Yeah. This woman is hard to impress. She's very hard to impress. Okay, should I tell you a little side story? I have a friend who believes that Ernest Borgnine is Judy Dench now that he had a sex change. <laughs> and that's him. And got his teeth fixed. Yeah. yeah. She, she'd be good on Airwolf. I can totally see that. Hell yeah. All right. Well, so what else am I playing? So Warpgate HD, still really fun on the iPad. Um, I'm, it's one of those games where I'm coming to it for a while, going away for a while, coming to it. Really enjoy this whole space odyssey quest thing. So recommended to iPad owners. And I'm still finishing God of War 3, so I'm not even done with that. This week was just bad. I played hardly not at all, uh, unfortunately. But didn't you, Brian, pick up some new games this week? Did you not pick up Lead and Gold on Steam? I'm dying to hear about this game. Yes. Uh, Lead and Gold, I, got, I picked it up. It was on a special last week. And uh, how much did I pick it up for? Was it $9.99, 14. I think? Or was it 14? $14.99. $14.99, yeah. Yeah, I, I picked it up. Uh, and that's pretty much the last game I've played this whole week that's been on any type of PC or console. And I did get this off Steam, so it's PC. Okay. Um, so I'm dying I, to know what you think, because what this is, is it represents one of the, I think, underserved genres in video games, uh, or at yes. least the settings, which is the Western. And as excited as I am 
about Red Dead Redemption, and I am excited, dude. That game looks great. Yes, the it does. The multiplayer looks amazing. Really excited to get it. But Lead and Gold comes in and says, all right, we're going to kind of be the Team Fortress 2 multiplayer-only style action yeah. uh, for folks to play. And so what's your take? How do you feel about this thing so far? Okay, first of all, I'll play the tutorial because I hate going into any multiplayer game and getting online and getting my ass handed to me because it happens every single time. Yeah. Am I allowed to say the A word? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I dropped my the S bomb earlier, so sure, why not? No, sorry. Okay. So yeah, I, I so I, I played the tutorial more than probably <laughs> the, or even played uh, the actual multiplayer. I only played it for a few minutes because I realized I gotta go back to the tutorial because I suck at this apparently. Mm. But yes, it is very Team Fortress like. Um, you're you're basically uh, constantly trying to uh, get to money bags and and bring them back to your your little fort and uh, put your put the money back down so you can collect them. Uh, but the the gameplay is really fun in the fact that it's, uh, uh, you know, a kind of a Western and you get to pick from four different types of characters, very Team Fortress-like, and uh, and each of them does their own thing. I had a lot of fun with being the sheriff. He he has the most uh, accurate shot. What is he now? Uh, is he like a sniper class or where, where does he fit in? He He's almost kind of like a sniper class, but he's you don't really go into really sniper mode. You're just... You just seem like a there, lot steadier shot. Were there snipers in the Old West? I mean, I know 310 to Yuma had that big Mexican guy that could like... Yeah, yeah. That I, would I take know, forever. I don't know how accurate that is, though. No. Like, no, that I seemed like they were playing with history a little bit. That, they were playing us a little bit, I believe. Yeah, yeah but but the the things I... That's the, the stuff I loved about it. And it, I, it feels really intense, even in the tutorial. It's like, ah, I gotta hurry and get this. It's just like Capture the Flag in that, in that instance that you really just feel like you gotta sneak around the corners, you gotta get behind people... You got to get the money, and once you get it, you got to run back for somebody to shoot you because it's real easy to die in this game. I mean, it's not, it's not like you can get hit a hundred times or something. You get hit, you know, six or seven times, you're dead. Wow! It doesn't matter where they're at. And uh, so, I played the sheriff mostly. Uh, and but one thing I do like about it is when you first start, you grab a flag that you kind of keep with you, yeah. and and you can, it's kind of almost like waypoints. And once you make it to a certain point, uh, if you get killed there, you can choose to respawn in that location, or you can choose to respawn in another location. How is it graphically? So, Pretty good. Graphically, it is very good. I, I that, love yeah. the look of it. Uh, very good for fourteen ninety nine game. Uh, th- there are. It is kind of glitchy though. Uh, when you get up on some characters, um, you get right up on them, and they'll get stuck, and they'll just kind of like keep running into you, mm. and, and you'll you'll just keep, you'll, you'll kind of bust through, and you'll see polygons and everything else. Uh, that kind of got annoying. Sometimes. So wait, are there are there AI controlled characters? Or is it all other players? Yeah, yeah. In the tutorial, there is. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. They're they're not, but they're not very smart. And I guess that's the reason why they're not really taught this is a you know a first you know a single player game because right, right. Hmm, they're not that great. Right. Yeah. I mean, okay. But so they, so can looking at the roots of these kind of multiplayer style capture the flag team based games shooters that yeah. are sort of you know all over the place now. What uh, what do you think the most direct inspiration is? Are you feeling a lot of vibe from sort of the Team Fortress 2 world or what? definitely Team Fortress 2. Mm. I feel a lot of that. If there was more characters in it, absolutely. Yeah. And I figure that probably will eventually expand that. Wow. All right. But when I get online, it's always the same thing. Some kid's been playing it <laughs> before it even came out somehow or another and kicks my butt every time. This game was developed by a Swedish developer, uh, which only matters, and I don't know why it matters. It probably doesn't matter at all. But <laughs> they it seems interesting, though, to me, that a Swedish developer would go, yeah, we were doing about the Old West, yeah. We love the cowboys. The cowboys and Indians, yeah. Are there any Indians, by the way? <laughs> uh, not what I played. Oh. All right. So maybe, they, didn't get all, they didn't get all politically weird and 
have no, the Indian they, class. They were just uh, road people and uh, cops. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you oh, that's actually a preview of the next uh, film sack. Listen up for that. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah. No, it's all good. That was one of my favorite <laughs> conversations we've ever had. So I'm excited for people to hear it. Outside of Lead and Gold, I see you played a little more Plants and Zombies. Uh, you mentioned that before. We Rule and Bird Strike and Doodle Jump. These are all iPod Touch games. You seem to be going nuts on the iPod Touch. I was indeed. I uh, like you. I've been super busy this week, and so I've been out of the house a lot. Casual so games, I've been yeah. downloading games. If, if I want to play anything, it's going to have to be out of the house. Yeah. So I got my iPod Touch with me. I'm playing the crap out of them, and I really like this. Uh, I mean, Plants vs. Zombies. Of course, you you told me to play that, and I was like, yeah, everybody said to play that. I'll try it out. Yes, it is as addicting as you think. And uh, and my wife it will not put it down. She even runs my battery down on my freaking iPod Touch. Uh, playing it for so long and also got that depict which you mentioned uh last week which is really cool he has fun huh that is really addicting and doodle jump which has been around for a while and bird strike which is fairly new and free yeah bird strike Uh, is free at at least for now so people should check that out these are these are all things that we've done reviews on or whatever on on app slappy i take a lot of grief for hating most uh tower defense games and plants versus zombies certainly is rooted in that in that vein but it's such a different experience I don't even compare them. It's not even the same to me. That's uh, what I wonder because when you said you liked that game, I was when I played it and I was like, this is a very tower defense type of game. Totally, totally. It's just done that. in such a way that such it a hypocrite. doesn't feel tower defensey. I hate those ones that are like big wraparounds and you gotta build the towers and you don't know where to space them yet and blah blah blah. I like this linear, straight across from you, yes, strip it's almost strip like a checkerboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simple, simple, simple. It's, so where do you put your where do you put your sunflowers? Uh, in the back, in the rear. Always in the back. Yeah. How many do you always put up? Uh, I always put up five. Or was it? Well, it depends on how many strips you have. But I think that what the max is six, isn't it? Now, once you fill sure. it out, I think at the point you get to a certain point where you can't go any more than like six rows. And I yeah. ha- I will fill those up. I what's also, your favorite? Oh, go what's ahead. What's your favorite? What's your favorite? Uh, uh, Shooter thing? thing to use shooter or or block obstacle. Well, or I wish I could afford more more of them, but it's the ice uh, chucking pea shooter. Yeah, I like those. They slow everything down. Slow everything down, and I really dig on the uh, the the big nut that yeah they have to chew through. Yeah, I use that all the time. Yeah, I always I, I didn't think it was a walnut at first. I forget what I thought it was. You thought it was a big testicle. I wasn't sure what it was. <laughs> <laughs> all I knew was it slowed them down, and they liked them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So I'm excited about anything that PopCap comes out with. I'm excited for anything they may do in the future of those uh, the PVZ series. So. Glad to hear you're enjoying that. Lead and gold, people. That's the big one to talk about this week. Definitely worth picking up, it sounds like, from Brian, at least in his initial impression. I'm hearing from other people that it's loads of fun. Lots and, of uh, fun. If you And if you're on Steam, and uh, I think my handle is Mission Deep. Yeah, it's and, Mission uh, Deep on Steam. Mine is Frog yeah. Pants. Look us up. Try to get a game and if, going. if you suck more than I do, please, please contact me yeah. on uh, Lead and Gold, and I'll play you. <laughs> Show up in his yard. Jump out of the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we like if to do you, things if you're better than me screw it <laughs> F- don't even bother have you hey what new new all right it's the time of the show where we talk about what's new in the world of video games coming out this next week the releases of next week which was the week of april 18th 2010 first up we have monster hunter try hunt down fantastical monster monsters in this action rpg developed exclusively for the wii now here in america it looks good well we hear about monster hunter here and we go eh, okay sounds like a game but over yeah, in japan like a ds game dude in japan people are banana time over this game 
They are. Have you have you seen any screenshots from this? Yeah, it looks pretty good for a Wii game, looks, especially. Yeah, it looks very good. It almost reminds. I, I just don't know about the gameplay, but it really looks a lot to me, almost kind of got a warish. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's it's definitely got its roots in all sorts of kinds of games. I mean, there's a bit of a Zelda feel to some of it. There's kind of a mm-hmm. I don't know, kind of a remember Dino Crisis? Yeah, a little bit of that happening. In the, the in the uh, end, for the, the, you, for me, most most American reviewers kind of down talk this game, and, and and I kind of follow suit by just saying, oh, okay, well, that doesn't sound that great, but maybe I'd be surprised. Maybe I'd pick this up and I'd go, holy schmacko! I, I think I'm going to try it because I, I got my uh, new Nintendo Power in today for May 2010, and they are scoring it at a nine. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean they're not biased at all, but yeah, no, not at all. Not but, Nintendo you know. Power, no. Yeah. Actually, I haven't had. I have not read Nintendo Power in a long time. I think it's cool that you're still getting that. Well, I, I spent on a Slick Deals one time, and it was like a year for five dollars. I was like, eh, why not? Slick Deals? Yeah, SlickDeals.net. You're been to SlickDeals.net? No, no. I'm gonna. Loser. Sounds great now. Loser. I want a Slick Deal. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, yeah. In the most Nintendo, most recent Nintendo Powers, you know, going over uh, Super Mario Galaxies two, and I got I did not realize and i'm probably totally out of the loop on this uh the rock of rock of the dead for the wii that's coming out yeah. has uh has felicia day's voice in it oh really yeah that's so cool. I'm, I'm, yeah she should do more video game stuff they should hire her yeah, more should. i don't know why she's not the whispered world is coming out on the pc uh that's actually coming out on the 23rd this point and click adventure follows a modern fairy tale and a fantasy world with hand-painted backgrounds that is for the pc also, Sherlock Holmes and uh, versus Jack the Ripper. Yeah, what's hunt, that all about? Hunt for the most dangerous serial killer in England's history in Sherlock Holmes versus Jack the Ripper. It's kind of a weird it, mashup. It's like Superman versus yeah, Batman, you know? Obviously, it's not uh, not too derivative of the Warner Brothers movie that came out recently. It's, no, it's not even connected. Obviously, it's trying to capitalize on the, the, the popularity of Sherlock Holmes' movie. Yeah, this is the Sherlock Holmes with the hat and the pipe and the yeah, you know the traditional thing, not the Guy Ritchie treatment, which I I didn't mind. I thought that movie was all right. Yeah, it was fun. I had a good time. Blood Bowl for the PSP. This brutal turn-based sports game set in the Warhammer universe. We talked about this game before. Already yeah. out on Xbox Live Arcade and I want to say PSN, maybe not. PSP, baby. Oh, it's it's definitely on Steam. But this is coming to the PSP and it is a turn-based. Weird sports match mashup based on the the board game that is based on the Warhammer universe. So, lots of love for that for many people, just not me. I'm glad that they're making a little more money off this. Yeah, that's true. Because they 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 need it. Hey, good news by the way. Do you know the PS3 is moving from that's you know they have that Thursday release schedule, which is totally obnoxious when everyone else does it on Tuesdays. Yeah, they're going to move to Tuesdays. Really? Yeah, PS, PSN Thursdays are going away, baby, which that makes sense. Great. I don't know so what that... took them so long. It's so stupid. The rest of the world and every other platform, they announced their hot new downloadable titles on Tuesday. Yeah. And then and then even some of those same titles are have to wait till Thursday to be announced on the PSN. It's like Sony doesn't get this idea that... I've always hated that. Do it early along with everybody else or else you just you get lost in the shuffle. No one cares. Exactly. And that's unfortunate because there are some damn good downloadable stuff. They have stuff really the picked up their game. Uh, their PSN network is really over this past year. Yeah. Shattered. Really Shattered is awesome. Yeah. Uh, what else did I play? I just loved. Um, I love Pixel Junk Shooter. That was brilliant. Oh, yeah. Can't wait for more of that game. That was really, really fun. Anyway, Misadventures of PB Winterbottom. This indie developed Xbox Live arcade game follows PB Winterbottom, a villainous gentleman with a 
uh, predilection for pies. Yes, and it's also going to be on Steam. I I had seen this also, and I was very excited about it. It's going to be on Steam for four ninety nine. Oh wow, that's cheap. I've watched the trailer, and it looks it looks. Um, I'm trying to think of what it looks like, but it, it looks. It's got kind of a Tim Burton kind of, thing going. Yeah, it's kind of like a braid kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of one of those yeah. uh, game changers where it's like, okay, oh, we can we can use time to go back and different yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, uh, this guy can like duplicate himself in, in in different ways. Steampunky too. Look, it's very steampunky. It looks very good. Also, Afterburner Climax on the PS3. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, good. Yeah, a classic <laughs> Afterburner series returns to the arcade or. Not to the arcade, I guess. Yeah. Have anyway. you played the uh, three? No, I guess not. Your no, three sixty's dead. Yeah, they it's got they got bad. like an arcade classic where you can kind of take your little avatars in there into the little arcade and play the classic games and let stuff. Me, let me tell you what I'm missing about my three sixty most. It might surprise you. I miss more than anything Geometry Wars two. Yes, I love that game, and it's out on the iPad. But I hear the controls are horrible, so I'm, I'm, I just, uh, I don't know where to get my fix. Like, why can those guys please, if you're going to put out an iPad game, put it on the PSN? My PlayStation Three is working just fine right now. Yes, it is. I mean, when I send you my 360, maybe you'll change my life. I think it will. All right, give it your best shot. I will give my best shot, and if that doesn't work, I'll kick it. Uh, DS game called Windy X Winded Windam. Based on, based on the Japanese anime series, which is why I've never heard of it. Windy X yeah. Windam is a 2D fighting style game that fully utilizes the dual screens on the DS, allowing for aerial combat. Has it fully utilized the two? I guess you would have the cockpit down at the bottom, possibly. Skipping it. Um, <laughs> the, the series isn't that bad. <laughs> I have never seen it. About what do you think about it? The series is okay. What's it like? Is it all uh-huh, and little old dirty <laughs> men? I mean, what is it? You, you would hate it. Okay. I hate, I hate that kind of stuff. <laughs> All-Star Karate coming out on the Wii. This sounds ridiculous. Players will follow the life of a young martial arts novice whose noble attempt to save an elderly man from a pack of ninjas brings him face-to-face with a true karate master. You know what they need then? They what? need uh, uh, controllers, foot controllers. <laughs> so you can get the whole experience. What, like the Konami uh, Dance Dance stuff? Use one of those pads? Yeah. Well, not even, not even the pad. I mean, I'm thinking like a sl- like a slipper that you can like plug a Wii remote into. Oh, dude, that would be wicked. Forget about Natal. Yeah, feet controllers is the new wave. <laughs> I'm with you there. Also out this week for the DS, Beat City, a uh, Beat City combines stylistic and fun rhythm ga- based games with a story of revolution and love. It actually looks kind of cool. It I've does. Heard, I like I've the artwork on the cover it. box. Yeah, I've heard good things about that. I heard it's all right. Uh, so definitely worth checking out. So are you playing your DSi a lot? I play my DSi here and there, but not a lot. I I hate I, I mean, I'm like everyone else where we just sort of hate to admit this, but our iPhones have kind of killed it for us. So you think, yeah, you think the uh, the Project Natal ever come to the DSi with their little camera? Uh, I mean, that kind of thing? No. I mean, the DS, no. the DS 3D or whatever it is, the new one, that, yeah. that may have some interesting uh, implications. They say the thing runs like a GameCube and therefore a Wii. Yeah. Um, that's cool graphically. They got the 3D effect thing, which sounds good on paper. So I don't know, man. I'm really the jury's out on that thing. But I, uh, you know, I hope there's some compelling reasons to draw me back to that library. But right now, I mean, there's some cool stuff on the DS. Don't get me wrong, and I still play it here and there. And my kids play them incessantly. Yeah. But I have a feeling if I got them all an iPod Touch and a handful of 99 cent games, they would be thrilled. 
Yeah, and they're Nintendo. Nintendo. There's too many ends in there, but the Nintendo store has actually been doing pretty good too. I've been fairly impressed. Of course, to me, they're third rate still to everybody else. But I have been impressed with the fact that they did start doing a little bit better job at that. And there's there's something coming out, either has come out possibly, is called a photo dojo for the DSI wear. Yeah. And uh, you can, it's kind of like Mortal Kombat, but what you do is you take, uh, with your pictures, uh-huh. with the camera, you take uh, pictures of yourself in different uh, striking poses, and yeah. then you use uh, those striking poses to uh, to fight like in a Mortal Kombat type of way. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Looks pretty cool. Beep, Makes me want to get a beep, DSI. Oh, does it? Really? It does. I don't know. I feel like I wasted my money. No. Really? Might have. I, I still got a DS. I hate regretting things. But there's yeah. your new releases for next week. Look forward to all of that, especially something called Windy X Windom. Stupid. <laughs> We're kicking it old school. All right, I should have mentioned that I didn't before. We have a we have a nice full chat room of people. So hello, chat room. Thank you for being here. Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the show. And uh, those who don't know about it, every Friday, roughly at six p.m. Eastern, that would be 3 p.m. Pacific. <laughs> I'm being very careful because I screwed it up earlier, but uh, that's when we do this show live. It'll be that way every week unless we'll tell you otherwise, but that is the plan. So check us out then. This week we are talking about, in our old school segment, we talked about old video games that had a big impact on us, and this week's, it's Hexen Beyond Heretic. Mm. Now, do you remember Heretic, first of all? Uh, yes, Okay, Heretic came first. That's right. And it felt like more of a mod of Doom 2 instead of a new game, whereas Hexen was yeah. like a new game, even though Hexen it kind of really the same blew engine. it. Yeah, Hexen really knocked it out of the park. I mean, it, it, was, it was really something in its day. Let's hear a clip of Hexen. This is what Hexen sounded like then and now if you were able to play it. kind of goes on for a while i'm glad you played that though because i think one of the biggest steps forward they made with hexen was the audio stuff for sure the the lightning sounds and the kind of ambience noise from creatures and stuff the the creaking doors yeah really well done it was really good also back in that time somebody did a mod for doom called uh it was an aliens mod and so Mm. it was actual sounds from the aliens movies and they created you know sprites and stuff based on alien creatures and stuff To to this day still scared the hell out of me like yeah, still, I, I remember being freaked out. Do not turn the lights off playing the, the alien mod for Doom. Anyway, Hexen, no. that's what we're talking about. Hexen simply released as Hexen for some ports is uh, or is or was a first-person shooter game developed by Raven Software, who have come a long way since then, published mm-hmm. by id Software and distributed by GT Interactive beginning March 16th, 1996. Uh, it is the sequel to 94's Heretic and the second game in the Serpent Riders series. The word Hexen is German for witches. Indeed. So if someone calls you, hey, you are der Hexen, you say, oh, that's not very nice. <laughs> the, <laughs> the game received mostly very positive reviews in computer gaming magazines at the time. There were also complaints about the graphics being crude in comparison to the preceding game in the series Heretic. But vast and well-designed levels plus numerous enemies and weapons were seen as advantages. I will have to say, I think Heretic's graphics were worse, so I don't know where they're coming from from that. I mean, it was grittier and more... Um, 
I mean, they were definitely going for the whole fantasy thing. What really yeah. separated it from other games is that you could do these classes. So you could be a warrior type dude, a magic caster dude. I can't remember the other one. Yeah. Uh, Gauntlet finally came mage. Uh, Gauntlet finally came to 3D. 3D. Well, basically. first person, I guess. First person. Yeah. So in the story, it follows a tale of Despiral's defeat of Heretic. Hexen takes place in another realm, Kronos, which is besieged by the second of the Serpent Riders, Korax, which I also use to clean my toilet once a month. <laughs> Three heroes set out to destroy Korax. The player assumes the role of one such hero, and you get to pick. That made it very interesting and gave me a lot of hope. And really, if you want to just tie games right back to their source, I think games like Oblivion owe a lot to what Heretic was doing. Because oh, yeah. or and Hexen for that matter. So if you look at a game like like uh what I just say, um Oblivion. Oblivion. Oblivion is a first person RPG. Now while these games were much simpler and it was a lot of you need the green key to get into this door sort of gameplay, kind of, you know, it was very doomish. Um it was the beginnings of, of what will become some of these these, you know, these great RPGs of today. Things like, yeah. you know, uh Mass Effect would definitely fit in that category. Um, it's set in space, but you know, you get the idea. It's a I just, Hexen I, to me is a strategy game that they decided to put monsters in to really piss you off. A little bit, kind of. Yeah. Had great multiplayer though. Do you remember that? Oh yes, shooting wands at each other, poking each other in the face with staves, <laughs> staves, whatever. That was that was the highlight of 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 that time for me was when it, when we went multiplayer yeah. and we could start having land games and that kind of stuff. Oh, oh wow, dude, I was I, pff, take me back. I had so much yeah. fun back then. Game changer. My poor pregnant wife laying on a couch while I'm playing these games <laughs> at the office way into the night. Because back then you just do land stuff. So we'd have like Doom 2 parties and Hexen parties and go on for ages. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We'd have so much fun. And then Quake really, came around and Quake just about murdered me. Oh, my gosh. It, it did. It, and Quake 2 was even worse for me. Yeah. Oh, and all the mods. There were just so many mods. So much fun stuff. There was a Simpsons mod where every character, every creature was turned into a Simpsons character. And yeah. they had all the right voices and everything. So you're blowing away Smithers and Mr. Burns. And they would say their <laughs> lines. And when you hit them, they'd say, oh, don't do that. And they'd take lines right out of the show. It was brilliant. Yes. That was the most brilliant thing they ever done was to allow people to be able to get into the source code and those wide files and allowed them to to change the audio. Oh, it changed everything. Kind of stuff. What other games had ever let you do that up to that point? Nothing, I would argue. Yeah, nothing. And I, I used to love to mess with people because we, we had an office at the time and we had multiple people in there who would, we would play land games and you would get on somebody's machine and you would get in there and, you know, you'd, you'd modify some sound or something so that every time their gun <laughs> shoots it, it yeah. squawks like a chicken or something. Oh, we did this thing. I got to tell you the story. So we had this company I worked for and we sold, built and sold computers. It was back in that kind of rage in the nineties where everybody was like a computer maker. Yeah. And, uh, we had our, you know, contracts with schools and colleges and whatever. And my favorite thing that ever happened is one night we're playing Quake and one of the tech guys that was always tweaking around with this stuff comes in. He goes, you guys got to see this. He loads up a skin. Somebody had handmade a skin to look like, um, oh, his name just left my brain, but he used to sing. Ernest Borgnine? No. Willie Nelson? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, my gosh. Chat Poor George? Oh, no, the really angry, pissed off, short hair guy. Tons of tattoos. Oh. Muscly. <laughs> Dawkins. Uh, uh, no, not Dawkins. Uh, you know who I mean. I can. Oh, what is this stupid uh, mother? He sings mother, right? No, mother. Not that guy. No, he huge guy, tats, muscles. Henry, Henry, Henry Rollins. Rollins. That's it. Good lord. 
<laughs> anyway, had a Henry <laughs> such a such a letdown after I finally get to the story. But anyway, Henry but, Rollins is wearing this shirt or this. this I'm sorry, it's a skin. <laughs> no, Henry Rollins never wore a shirt. It's the skin that looked like Henry Rollins all over it. So the same tattoos, big muscly dudes, and so everybody in the game running around had looked like Henry Rollins. The only difference is their pants were either red or blue, depending on what team you were on. Yeah. And to make to go a little bit further, the owner's wife, who everyone hated at this company, hated her. Somebody snuck into her office, snapped a picture of her while she was on the phone, took yeah. that photo. I mean, remember, this is in 96, so oh, yeah. this was a lot of work. Imports it into the thing, maps it on everyone's faces, and now we are Henry Rollins <laughs> running around this place with Cindy, uh, Cindy McGarab's face on there, dude. Oh, that, was that is so funny. It was so much fun to blow those people up. Gibbs would fly everywhere, and you're just thinking, that, no, those are Cindy That is Gibbs. so Bull Durham. <laughs> totally, dude. I'm telling you, I'm loving this old school segment. Every time we've done this, it, it, we, you know, we actually do notes every once in a while, but it's mostly only on stuff like old school. Yeah. And uh, I went ahead and I, I installed a, a DOS box on my Linux machine, and I've, I've been playing Hexen because you can still download the demo. Oh, wow. software. So how's it hold up? How do you how do you feel about it now? It was actually better than I thought it was going to be because I remember going back and playing Doom not that long ago and I was like, man, this is so painful and it's just, mm-hmm. yeah, but the gameplay was still fun even though you couldn't really jump and you can't look up and down. So you felt and you're like, why can't I get over this thing? Why can't I, why can't I get here? Or why can't I look up and shoot something? Why I'm, I'm upstairs. If you're like upstairs some, somewhere yep. and a guy is downstairs, yep. you know, you can't quite hit him. Yep. And you get really mad, but yeah. Otherwise, I mean, the, the story really, really kind of holds up because every time you go to a new level, you know, you got a, a new story in between. They tell you uh, what you're doing and what's what's happening. So I thought it held up really well. Yeah, it's great. So we now, recommend the, you're not going to be impressed by the graphics. They're terrible. Yeah, they're not they good were, graphics, they, but that's okay. It was that it was a different time and a different place, and at the time, it seemed amazing. Your 386 could really pound this thing out. Maybe your 486, yeah. I guess, by then. And, and people were playing this on the N64, apparently, when it came out, because if you go to YouTube, I mean, most of the Hexen videos are from the N64. I know. Isn't that weird? It must have been, and that's even harder to, like, like video capture. Or maybe it's less yeah. hard. I don't know. I would think it'd be harder, but what do I know? It seems to me, but... Anyway, whatever for whatever reason, the N64 Hexen community thriving on YouTube. Totally. Weird. I recorded some of mine. Yeah. Oh, you did, and you sent it to me. Nice work. Yeah. Good work on that. I did it all by myself. All right, moving on. We got uh, Force Feedback. Force Feedback! Force Feedback! Gabba, gabba, gabba. Force Feedback. <laughs> Welcome to Force Feedback. And we got a few of these. We're going to read through them today. And see what you think. Didn't we have three of these? Now we only have two. Did you delete one? Yes, when you weren't looking. I was like, that's too many. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Oh, there it is. There it is. I did. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was not good. Uh, all right, let's talk about force feedback. And let's get a message we got from MXC. He writes, there's a certain feel about... Uh, and, and by the way, last week we kind of said, hey, what are you guys playing? What are you into? What games do you look back on fondly? I think people are really digging the retro segment. And so this guy said, there's a certain feel about Red Alert 2 that will forever be timeless to him. The animations are so crisp and the visuals so sharp that even though it's a 10-year-old game, it still has that new, uh, still has that new Frank Klepecki. Oh, no. Klepecki. He, he means to say that new car smell, but he cut off. <laughs> Frank Klepecki's uh, soundtrack forever rings in my ears as Westwood Studios' greatest achievement and forever confirms their stance as king of the RTS. No matter what comes 
uh, to take its place. Games like StarCraft, Tiberian Sun, which are great games, still have the sort of blur a blurred look to them that is nowhere to be found in this masterpiece. I love the fact that I can bring the toughest computers to a crawl since there is no unit cap. I can control every faction in the game if I use engineers right, and screwing around knows no bounds. I could easily put games like the original Paper Mario or play games like the original uh, Paper Mario, Serious Sam, or 007 The World is Not Enough, but Red Alert 2 takes the cake by a country mile, says MXC. So, Brian. I'm going to have to agree with him on that. Do you play a little Red Alert 2 back in the day? Because I, I never did. Never played it. I played, yeah, I played it back in the day. I have not played it in many years, though. Well, I wonder how, I mean, like these new ones that are out now, the 4 is out now? Red Alert 4, yeah. is it? And people kind of down talking it saying it's tried to yeah, change too many things it, and that's uh, well, the same way i feel about the quake series you know it, it kind of peaked at two because you really could i mean you could do so many things and er- everything was still fast uh, a lot faster paced than quake three or quake four or quake wars or any of that stuff uh and everybody was able to do all these great mods it was just a, a great time uh during the uh, development community for for open source for people to get in there and mess with code and make mods and stuff it, it was it's just not like that anymore. It just seems to me that if your game is so great, okay, I'm not I'm not down talking Red Alert 2, but if it's so yeah. awesome, why aren't they still playing it in Korea? You know what I'm saying? Like, why is it that StarCraft <laughs> continues to de- demand original StarCraft, 12-year-old game? Why yeah. is why is everybody still playing that game? And we're all looking forward to the new one now, but it's still, it's a national sport in some countries. In this country, it still gets played a ton. You can still buy it retail on the shelf. I haven't seen Red Alert 2 since its heyday. It doesn't still get played by a lot of people. It doesn't have any kind of tournament play. So what's the difference? That's a good question. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That, that community I, don't know. May, I think that community is out there. I think it's a very niche community, and I could be wrong. It could be huge. Yeah, Because we, we, we you know, those people kind of can go underground, <laughs> and you don't see them. It's yeah. kind of like the, the fire ants. You know, They go underground for a season, and you don't see them. Next year, they come up. It's bad. Throw, yeah. throw us a follow-up, MXC. Maybe there's more to this than we know. Or or other people, if you if you disagree with MXC. Yeah, if you think he's a dork, right? Yeah, us, absolutely. Let us know. I uh, got one from but Vital but FX. Not. Vital, yeah, Vital FX, not Vital Fix. Vital FX says the following. You mentioned how both of you are pretty much worn out of the Grand Theft Auto series, and boy, yes, we did. And how they should move on to something like a new project. With Scott loving all things old Western, I was interested in asking you, if you're going to be picking up Rockstar's new open-world Western game, Red Dead Redemption, the game seems extremely promising, and not only is sing- in single-player mode, but it's compelling multiplayer, the ability to create a posse and gang, etc. Vital X, uh, FX. I am stoked about this game. So, yes, it's been on my radar. I should have mentioned it last week. Uh, very excited. The The multiplayer yeah, I, free roam mode I totally mode forgot that, that Rockstar was involved with that. Did you watch the... Do you see that trailer by chance? Yes, I did see the trailer. It is awesome. Oh, I love uh, you know riding horses and stuff in, in video <laughs> games. It feels so good. I, I love that about Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That stuff's cool. But That's moreover, uh, this idea that you and I could be in an eight-man posse, and mm-hmm. we can just go hunt animals, ride up and find out what's going on in that mine, head up over the hill and check out that fort, and it turns out it's being defended by a bunch of NPCs that we get XP for. Let's take that place out. And then after yeah. that, oh, it turns out there's a bunch of players that are shooting it out over here. Let's get into that deathmatch. And, oh, while we're at it, let's let's go to this town and start an official sort of capture the flag type mode or, or whatever. Or just free roam around this en- enormous world killing boars. Sounds like World of Warcraft, but you, it, it you does. get my idea. <laughs> it sounds, there's, it there's sounds not, like a there's not There's not the story there like there is in World of Warcraft, but I think that's a good thing because I think you'll be able to get in and out of these games without having to, you know, dedicate yourself like you do in World of Warcraft. Well, yeah, this is a happy middle place. So you've got 
you've got your your World of Warcrafts and your other MMOs out there that are this big, expansive, you know, persistent world thing that you're having to deal with all the time. And then you've got the way other opposite side, which is like Modern Warfare 2, which is small contained maps with matching and it happens real quick and then you're out and you do it again. And this is somewhere in the middle because you've got your big single player experience. But then you've got this multiplayer experience where that whole world is available to you to roam around and do things in. And it turns out those things you get to do in there are kind of MMO-like. And the persistence of your experience points and your your perks and wherever they're going to call them, that stuff's still there like an MMO. But you don't have the trappings of having to pay for something every month or constantly being involved in, you know, in a world where if you're not keeping up, everybody passes you up. Instead, you're you're kind of in this this weird middle place and I'm stoked. It sounds like somebody should have done this a long time ago. I'm thrilled yeah. that it's set in the old West dude. I love that stuff. I very, love the fact that you excited. can be kind of like a bandit. You can pit yourself against, you know, you can play single and you yeah. can pit yourself against people. Wouldn't it be great if, you know, if, if maybe like, I don't know, Skyhawk or somebody was to, to come into town and, and, you know, rob the bank. And then, then I could, I could shoot you a message on my, you know, my iPod touch or something. we got to get the posse together. <laughs> That's right. That's totally Skyhawks cool. on the loose. By the way, I'm always going to be the Mexican guy. Always. <laughs> That's my plan. I am picking that game up. The, are you going to have a little soul patch or, or are you just... No, I'm going to have real long patch. shaggy hair and yeah. I'm, I'm going to be that dude from 310 to Yuma. That's my, that's my guy. Can't wait to be that guy. Moving on, last email this week, we got one from Michael. Michael says, the ever-going fanboy war between Modern Warfare 2 and Battle Company... Excuse me, Battlefield Company 2. No, Battlefield, Battlefield Bad Company Bad 2. Company. Can't talk. I have extensively played and enjoyed both games, but in light of this argument, I have to say, Bad Company 2 seems to be overall a better game with the destructible environments and squad-based combat, etc. I'm not sure if the two of you have played either or both, but if you guys have, what are your thoughts? Thank you, Michael. Michael, it's an easy answer for me. I have played both, and I haven't played uh, Bad Company 2 as much as the Modern Warfare games. I think that they're two very different multiplayer experiences. Yes, it's modern warfare style stuff. And yes, you're fighting it out in ways that you would in the modern warfare sense. Um, but they play very differently. So it's much more closed combat in modern warfare two. Whereas with uh, BBC two, that game is all about tanks and blowing up buildings and sniper wars and very, very big sort of expansive places and airplanes and drops and all this kind of stuff. To me, they're so different that it's very hard to actually compare them. I can't really see them as a versus thing, even though I know they're kind of competing for the same people. I think the gameplay experience is so different that it's it's hard for me to rate them against each other. It's easier for me to rate them apart. And as a as games standing apart from one another, I think I prefer the quickness of pick up and play style gameplay on the on Modern Warfare Two. And in Battlefield, if I really want to hunker down and for a long haul, that would probably be my choice. But they play so differently. I. I I can't say it like one's better or one's worse. What a way to skirt the issue. One's different. Let's say it that just, way. Just How about you, one. Brian? What do you like? You you pick just, one. No, you pick one. You haven't picked one yet. All right, if I'm going to pick one. <laughs> You're if, on a desert okay, island. Okay, that's different. Yeah, if you say I'm on a desert island, here's your 40-inch uh, plasma and here's your game machine. Which game are you going to pick? And one really long extension cable. Probably Modern Warfare 2. And the reason why is, first of all, Lance Hendrickson is in it. And that's enough for me. Uh, no, mainly like in multiplayer, because that's what really what we're talking about here. I like the quick play of it. I like the not having to run far and, you know. I, I can respect that. I can respect yeah, that. If, if you're giving me the choice of one only, 
Yeah. But in this perfect world we live in, I gets to play too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Michael on this. I, I'm, I, I really like modern warfare a lot, yeah. uh, but I don't know. So I, I get, I get bored with it kind of quick. Do you? I don't know if it's because I get frustrated. Is it because it, it, it played COD4 too much? Like, in other words, I, I, I think one of the reasons I haven't stuck with MW2 as much is because I played four Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare yeah. 1 so much that it's very similar. I mean, they didn't really change a lot about the core of that game. They, they exactly. really refined it, which is nice, but they didn't change much of the core. So actually, you know, after I beat the, the single player experience and then had tons of multiplayer time, I was not compelled to just keep coming back and coming back the way I was with Modern Warfare 1. Um, I think because it isn't as fresh and as new. It might be. I, I seem to enjoy when I do get to play. Uh, I, I enjoy Bad Company a little bit better. Hmm. Some people say the story's better, too. Yeah, I, I would have to agree with that, too. Yeah, but where's Captain Price? Where's that is Colonel the only Shepherd? thing missing. If they could transplant him <laughs> over there. Or at least put that, that at least meet, you know, teleport his mustache onto some other dudes. <laughs> That'd be great, because that's what made that game. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, uh, everybody who wrote in and let us, left us some emails this week. We really appreciate those, and you are encouraged to keep those coming. You can send those to the email address, which is podcast at finalscoreshow.com. That's podcast at finalscoreshow.com. I think that's going to do it for this episode. Holy crap, we have torn through yet another final score. What is the final yes. score? Do we have a final score? What would you rate this one? I would say this one is uh, maybe a... Eight out of ten. Oh, look at you knocking us down a couple of points out of just sheer. Why humility. do I want to say ten? Because you know that sounds so arrogant. <laughs> really? But uh, I think it was pretty good. It w- I think uh, it, it can only get better. That's right, people. Loving it, having a great time. Don't forget to visit the site. Finalscoreshow.com is the place to go. We'll have show notes and all kinds of other goodies there. So check it out. Finalscoreshow.com. I mentioned the email. I won't mention that again. Follow us on Twitter. Twitter.com/slash/extra-life is where you can find what I'm doing. And you can follow Brian at twitter.com slash mission deep. Don't forget to use the codes. I have some GoDaddy codes for this show, if you can believe it. If you got to use them this week. If you need a new domain or you need to renew one or whatever it is you're doing, use Frog One, for example, at checkout. Frog One, because we're part of the Frog Pants Network. And that's like a $3 saving, yeah. people. Instead of 10 it's bucks, like it's like dollar. seven bucks. Yeah, instead of 10, it's like seven something. Yeah. Why would you yeah. pay more when you can pay less? So use Absolutely. Frog 1 as that code. Frog 2 and Frog 3 also exist. They do other things. So just experiment, play around, depending on what you're getting. And I think you'll be happy. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us. Wow. Yeah. That's I, it, folks. You know what, what? You know what we got to do now? What? Go play some games for next week. Oh, that's a great idea. We're going to play some more games, talk to you guys next week. All kinds of good stuff coming up. So watch for Episode 3 coming up soon. Thank you, everyone, for me, for Brian. We'll talk to you next time. But in this perfect world we live in, I gets to play too. (laughs) This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.